on 104.9, the Horn, 512 Friday. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire plays uh, jams from local bands and artists. Very talented human beings that you have a chance to catch live right here in the ATX. Who are jamming right now, Patrick? This is our boy Tomar in the FCs. He is playing Saturday at the White Horse. Tomar, man, you played him before. He's been yeah. playing a lot of uh, around town. Yeah, Tomar yeah. plays a lot. They're one of the best bands in town. Yep, I uh, remember that. I was say, you know him too? Because Harsh... No, I don't know him personally. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is a fan of the show, though. So, Oh, they shout family. out to Tomar. He's family then. We appreciate you, Tomar, for sure. Uh, all right, 512 Friday. We appreciate Patrick as well on a 512 Friday. 512-337-3776 is how you hit us up on the Specs text line. You can reach Hardball Harge at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. Uh, you can reach my man Patrick at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. And I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. You want to hit us up there. Uh, okay. Some training camp nuggets we'll get to. Uh, We're also going to get into this story about the Tennessee Titans. They have revealed what games, which not not to anybody's surprise, but they revealed what games they're going to wear their Love You Blue Oiler throwback uniforms Mm -hmm. in. And yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we are, we're circling certain dates. Oh, actually, it's two dates that are two circling. Two dates. Because yeah. I want to say the other game, other than the, they're going to play the Texans when they host the Texans, they're going to wear the lovely blue uniform. So, uh, but they also going to play the, the the Falcons. Yep. And they're going to wear the lovely blue uniforms when they play the Falcons. So Bijan can get revenge for us too. Bijan yeah. can give us some revenge if you're a Texans fan. Because if Bijan puts it on the Tennessee Titans, which he will. Then you already know. I'll still feel some satisfaction from that. Yeah. I mean, and part of me really wants to see the quarterback, whoever it is, fumble the ball a couple times to really make me feel like I'm watching an Oilers game back in the day. <laughs> you want to see the run and shoot out there? I want to see I want to see old Butterfingers <laughs> Warren Moon out there. <laughs> some uh some some Gary Brown out there back yeah. there. Oh man, so, so those game days will be October the 29th, right before uh Halloween. Mm-hmm. And uh December the 17th is the Texans game. December the 17th. All right, D'Amico. Yep, D'Amico Ryans. You got one job. You might win, what, four games next year? What, four or five? Yeah, I think five five Five? or six is probably the high end. Okay. Well, you need to make sure two of those are over the Titans, and people will – they will love you for forever. You'll be mm-hmm. you already he's already kind of a fan favorite, but you beat Tennessee considering the disrespect they're throwing out there by wearing the love you blue uniforms. Yeah. Texans fans will they will adore you after you do that. <laughs> so that I mean that's it's happening though. So at Tennessee and, and by the way, don't forget they got DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, they a do. former Texan yes. on that roster. And he already making big plays. He already making plays. Yep. Uh, I heard Traylon Burks actually looks better, too, mm-hmm. out there. I was Caught never, a couple passes Yeah, today. I was never a huge Traylon Burks fan. He's just so never thick. Never was. At, never was. And when they, when they, they like made that. that draft pick, I was like, why? Yeah, I wasn't a big why? fan of him either. They drafted him in the first round. That's, what I was, that's I thought, why. I thought that's he might have been there. That's yeah. why. <laughs> that's why I asked, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> he would have been around for you. Uh, I think he'd have been around a little bit later, too. Yeah. And he had a disappointing start to his career, but uh, they're saying he looks a lot better right now in uh, practice, too. All right, so uh, we'll get to some uh, training camp updates for the uh, Cowboys really quickly, and then we'll kind of make our way around the league. Also, we'll talk Texans because D'Amico Ryan's still reluctant to name a starting quarterback, and we'll tell you exactly why that is. All right, so uh, Tyler Smith is working now exclusively at left guard now that you have Terrence Steele there. So that is good news. He's going to be at left guard. They're not moving him around right now. because the And I think the expectation is that Zach Martin's deal will get done in the next couple of weeks here. Yep. He actually texted members of the O-line and said, 
set the standard, you know, set the pace. I'll be mm-hmm. there soon is what he told him. So I think that'll get done. And Jerry Jones, when they asked him about it, he is hinted that they're going to get it done sooner rather than later. Yep. Um, also, Luke Schoonmaker is hurt. He had a foot injury uh, that he had prior to even um, being drafted by the Cowboys, obviously. And that foot injury is now uh, still lingering, and he is unavailable for the Cowboys. For training camp so far, Trevon Diggs has a basically toe soreness. Not an injury, toe soreness. So he's been held out because of the toe soreness. They don't want that to be something um, that gets worse. And the safety position has been hit hard by injuries for the Cowboys. Donovan Wilson is going to be out four to six weeks because of a calf injury. And then you got Israel Makiyamu, who's going to be out about maybe two weeks with a hamstring injury. And Harge, one of your favorites. You've been bragging about this uh, young man. Before the Cowboys even picked him up, you told us, he was like, hey, man, this guy is a hell of a player. I think he's going to end up playing on Sundays because you did one of his games. Mm-hmm. Turns out you were right, and Dan Quinn agreed. The Cowboys picked him up, Marquise Bell, and it looks like Marquise Bell is next in line to get these reps in training camp with Donovan Wilson out and, and Israel Makiomu out. And he also, he was there last year, so he got a chance to learn under yep. Dan Quinn before. So it's not a new situation for him. And he's been making plays. And I thought he was going to be part of the team. He ended up making the team. We even had uh, Kyle Humans mm-hmm. and uh, my man Clarence Chill Hill Chill. on there. And he was talking about it. Not only is he going to be on the team. Oh, my God. Shohei Otani just hit another home run. Did I'm we sorry. get a Shohei Otani drop yep, in? There it is, right they there. In? Yep, they got him. They did. They did. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry to interrupt on no, that because we had a great it time with be it. Interrupted. <laughs> this is what I wanted. For those who missed it early in the show, uh, we had a we had a discussion on on the on the show with the panel, and we all agreed that the Major League Baseball decision makers and these broadcast networks need to be working together right now yes. to cut little side deals to get Shohei Otani's at bats. On screen, split screen, whatever you got to do. Agreed. Treat it like the home run chase for for Aaron Judge or for Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, Sammy So whatever it is. Treat it the same way. Otani drop ins. Yep. So uh, I'm glad they dropped in. And Good he job. just dropped it out of exactly. the park. Exactly. <laughs> That's why he dropping in. He's the best story in yeah. sports right now. And you got about a month before we're all obsessed with NFL, and we don't give a damn what Shohei is doing. Exactly. All right. And I'm just so sad. we need to see more of Shohei now because unfortunately we're not gonna see Shohei in, in the, the playoffs. Postseason. I know <laughs> the best baseball player maybe that's ever played the game, and he doesn't have one postseason at bat. No, not yet. That's sad, man. We're we're all actually it's all it's our loss. We're yep. we're the we're ones, the ones losing, losing here. That's right. I, I know I it's his loss, but we're losing here, man. Yep. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Yeah. I'm glad you. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that. Otani dropping. Now baby. he's got home 39? run number thirty nine. Yeah. Keep After on two yesterday, in. went to Toronto. They they playing indoors. He was like, man, I like it inside. Boom. Got yep. it out of the park. Pulled the ball to right center field. Come on. Home run into the bullpen. But, yes, we Ooh. were talking about um, Marquise Bell, and we've had numerous conversations with people in Dallas in, starting last year, and now it's even more so because of the injuries that have taken place. So now he gets a chance to show his worth as well. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good point. I totally agree with you on that. So, Cowboys, I, the Cowboys are deep. I mean, you're basically we're talking about injuries here, but the Cowboys, they can deal with some of those injuries because they've been stacking uh, that depth chart for a little while. No Zach Martin, remember with him, Matt Forniak and Josh Ball 
are going to be the top options. And uh, that's not that's not really inspiring confidence in anybody. So yep. you get Zach Martin back there. You get Zach Martin back. You got one of the best old lines in the league. You got yeah. When he comes back. When he comes back. Yeah. I mean. Because they're developing so many different players in different positions. And we talked about it right before camp started. The rotation that they do, where they move people around mm-hmm. and get them to work. So in case there is an injury or a holdout, you are developing your guys, and they won't miss a beat. He won't be as good because he is a 99 on Madden, but you will have depth that is being developed at this time. Uh, Texture says, let's get back to this Bravo show. Come on, man. <laughs> what is it? I'll, on, te- man. I'll just tell you the show. Okay, I won't get into You don't know the episode. I do know the episode, but no, I won't No, but I'm tell saying don't tell them. I can't tell them. They got to go search. Yeah, you got to search that. It, it's Below Deck. It's the show. There you go. There you go. Below Deck. There you go. That's all I can tell you. You can go search that and try to find it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got them saved on our DVR, actually. Yeah. There you Ooh. go. Um, all right, getting back to it uh, with the Cowboys here. One thing that is, since you know Dak had the misquote where he said he's not going to have a lot of uh, basically a lot of tipped interceptions, and then he was misquoted as saying he's going to have less than 10 interceptions, <laughs> yeah. but he said tipped, and they did, uh, did. confirm it was a misquote. Well, he's talking about his interceptions again. Remember, he had 17 of them in 15 games, right? It was 15 games he played? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Right? 15 because yep. he played the playoffs. Two, two playoff games. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of interceptions. So Dak was asked about that at training camp yesterday, and he said, quote, I'm going to lessen my interception numbers. That is a guarantee. So he threw a bunch in practice already. Are you worried? A bunch? You <laughs> no, said two. Just two. You said it was two. <laughs> just two. Okay. That's two too many. How many well, They're supposed it, to not have that happening. When did training camp start? Uh, like Wednesday? Monday? No, Tuesday. Like Tuesday. 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 All right, so two in, two in four days? Yeah. That's uh, a good break. Well, one of them I told you. Was a tip. Tip. Off semi. of somebody's hand. Semi. You're right. Yeah, Fioco did, didn't catch the ball. Hit him in the chest, bounced up, and got an interception. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right about that. That's a good point. I didn't, uh, I didn't think about that, but you're right about the tipped interceptions. And they bring that up in this quote too. That's he, right. He talks about the the tipped interceptions, and he also says that you know we're we're trying to gain chemistry here, and we're trying to be aggressive. That's where our coach is, and that's who I am. That's the confidence I've gained in myself, and I've worked so hard to uh, be able to have this confidence and make the throws that I'm making. That's just two, right? If it continues, then yeah, come back to me, and it might change my mood a little bit. When he was asked about the interceptions in practice, yes, right. he intercepted twice, and one was a tip ball. So it's got two. Uh, you're a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Even your training camp interceptions are counted. <laughs> oh, they they they're gonna they're gonna add Man. that to the total for the right. end of the season. You lied because those lied. two you threw in practice. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Get a man Hey, I know you was out playing with your nephew. <laughs> I saw it. I saw, I saw it. I saw Cameras it. everywhere. <laughs> That's the truth, man. You can't, you can't get a break if you're a Cowboys QB. Hey, you get paid all the big bucks. My man, B.Y. once told me, hey, you're quarterback, you get all the girls, but you get all the grief. Yep. And the green. And the green. You, the the green. Girls, you get yep. the green, but you also get the grief. I, I remember that. That's what the green is for, to deal with the grief. So, you know. Give me my best opportunity. Yeah, cry me a river. All right. Uh, Cry me, cry me. uh, B. John Robinson apparently is already showing out in training camp. There's a video circulating of B. John Robinson uh, putting the moves in. It's like a one-on-one passing drill. Mm -hmm. uh, Putting in moves on a linebacker, it looks like. And he just leaves this linebacker in the dust. He set him up. 
set him up. He set him up because the it was yesterday a, it was a slant and go. The yesterday that linebacker Ooh. broke up a pass and, oh. and and he he was doing a crossing. A crossing route? Yeah, crossing mm-hmm. route. So he set him up again. The linebacker thought he was going to do the same thing. And he's like, nah, man, you ain't finna embarrass me again. Ooh. Take it to the half. That was nice. Take yeah. it to the half. I cannot wait to watch Bijan in that offense. I'll, I'll be giving more breakdown about it because I'm doing some uh, some deep dives on it. But I cannot wait to see Bijan in that offense with Arthur Smith. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, by the way, Arthur Smith, y'all seen his new mustache? Oh, my god, He's got a new porn stash. Did y'all see it? There's people, too many people are trying to grow these mustaches. That Arthur Smith has got a porn stash. I must you a question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you the cannot be ready. No, mustachioed Arthur yep. Smith, man. And he's got, it's, he's been growing it for a minute. Maybe the whole offense. Season, he's he had to because it's thick. It was a challenge, probably. Like it's one of those things that like gets in your soup and in your coffee. Like it's <laughs> gotta dry it off after that, man. No doubt. Yeah. So hopefully that makes him a better play caller. We shall see. Uh, okay, let's talk about D'Amico Ryan's gentlemen. For some reason, not not just for some reason, he knows the reason. Um, he uh, D'Amico Ryan's won't name a starting quarterback until one of his quarterbacks earns the job. And yes, we're talking about C.J. Stroud and Davis. Mills, when he was asked about um, the quarterback rotation, um, he said, we'll see. When the time comes for us to declare someone as a starter, we'll do that when it's the right time for us. Yeah, I saw that he also said uh, we will have a starter the first week in uh, preseason. No, in Baltimore. Oh, so for the the start of the season. He was like, we will have one. There will be a quarterback out there. (laughs) There will be somebody out there taking snaps at quarterback for game one. No doubt. I, I assume it's going to be C.J. Stroud. If it's not C.J. Stroud, Patrick, you're a Texas fan. Are you worried if Davis Mills is trotted out there game one? Does yeah. that concern you? Yeah. Okay. And I and I get that it would be the thing of, well, you don't he's not ready and you don't want to send him out to the Wolves. But, again, when you don't have your own first-round pick next year, you can't really go, hey, yeah, no, it's okay. Let's just suck. There is yeah, a part of it right. where you're like, you really got to win like five or six games and pull up to that fifth or sixth pick in the draft. So, so it doesn't look so bad. <laughs> I'm with you on that, man. That's that's a good point because yeah, they they have the Browns' first round pick right next year, not their own. They yep. traded their own. Yes. So if they suck, that the value of that pick skyrockets if they're really really bad. That is why um, Arizona is like, man, I hope you suck again so uh, I can stay up at the top. Yeah, because yep. there are a lot of projections that said they might end up with picks one and two. Yep. Yeah, a lot of. I, them I mean, are and really, the Texans are really bad. <laughs> there's a. There's just a lot of open questions about the Texans, not just players, but the fact that, you know, you have an offensive coordinator who's never called a play before. Never called a play. You have a head coach who has no head coaching experience. Nope. You have a defensive coordinator who's never called a play. You have basically everyone is on that coaching staff is doing the biggest job they've ever done on this staff. And I don't like that. And neither do I. I really wanted them to bring in somebody like with a veteran, like a an veteran. Old, like an old vet coach who yeah. wasn't doing anything. Now, that being yeah. said, it could work perfectly, and it could be this new thing. Or it could be disastrous, and they figured out halfway through the season. Oh man, we really needed some some veterans in, yeah. to help us out. We won't know until we see it because we can't go. Oh, Bobby Slowick calls a game this way, and C.J. Stroud doesn't work. We don't know. We have no idea. We have no idea how he calls a game because if he calls a game like Shanahan, we saw what Brock Purdy was able to do last year. Yeah, we know Shanahan calls his own plays, but Mike McDaniel was brilliant. <laughs> but that was the point: is yeah. does he call his own? Does he call like Shanahan? Does he call like yeah. Mike McDaniel? Or does he have a completely different style? I would like to know if D'Amico Ryan's going to call defensive plays yep. or if it's going to be the D.C. calling the defensive plays. I'd, yep. li- I'd like D'Amico to be calling those plays. Yep. Oh, yeah, I would too. Um, but then I, I understand if I'm D'Amico, I don't want – I want a buffer between me 
And I want my job security, all right, to be a little bit more stable. So I'd like a buffer between me and the, you know, when the fit hits the shan and the defense isn't playing well for it to drop right at my feet and for me to have the ultimate uh, burden of, you know, being the guy that's calling those plays and responsible for the product. Why not have your defensive coordinator do it? That way, if you have to change a defensive coordinator, because it's disastrous, you can mm-hmm. do that. If you're calling the plays and your disaster, your defense is a disaster, you're a disaster. Yep. <laughs> yep. If your defense is a disaster and you have a coordinator, hey, i got to fire the coordinator and get somebody else. That There's guy knows what he was doing. But if you're calling the plays and then the defense isn't good, then well, people are going to look and, at you. And sideways. not only that, for me, you go as a first-time head coach – that's a lot of responsibility to take on, and that's how you miss timeouts. That's how you miss oversight. Yep, that's yep, how, yep. oh, man, I didn't realize it was fourth down, and that's how you don't get play calls in because you're doing it too much. So you would like it. Matt Burke is their D.C. Mm-hmm. He came from the Cardinals, D-line coach, he's I believe a, is what his last He's been around a long time. I like yeah. Matt Burke. Isn't that the guy that used to be a center? He's been around a long time. I'm not sure. I know. He's been, yeah, he's, been, he's been in the NFL been for, for long, 20 years. He's been so. coaching yeah, for a long so time, though. So yeah. he's been around for a little bit, but he's a D-line coach uh, for Arizona last year. So it's you know maybe you would prefer to have him calling plays so that D'Amico Ryan's can be opened up to making sure that everything is going smoothly because if he's not you just there is no there and again this is where you want to have a, a former head coach to be like hey hey watch out play clock mm-hmm. hey watch out like you're Buc- all like like Bucky's dumbass coach the Bucky yep, yes. dumbass yep. coach thing exactly yeah so <laughs> so that's that's worrisome but again it's it's all new so maybe maybe <laughs> it could be great. Maybe C.J. Stroud will play out of his mind. Maybe the wide receivers will step up. Or maybe it'll all suck. And, and they got to learn on the job. Everybody's and, and learning yeah, on the and job. And now you trade away the first-round pick, and even if uh, they do well in the, the rookies they got do well, you could have had the first pick Oof. in the draft this year, and you sucked another year, so why did you have to make that trade? And the thing that hurts about it is Nick Casario, now that we watch the, the video of the behind-the-scenes footage of that trade, he, he volunteered his pick. Like, basically, he volunteered the pick. He gave, That's what it seems like. It yep. seems like he just gave up the Texas first-round pick. Even if the, they, so. they cut the footage and say, was it Money Austin Ford? Who was it that was doing negotiating for Arizona? Who yeah, I the, think so, yeah. Was that him? Um, but even if he asked for the first-round pick and they cut that footage, you should be playing hardball. Be like, nah, we got we got another pick we can get for you. Or we can give you two second-round picks. Yeah, we have Cleveland's. Yeah, we got like, Do you think Cleveland's going to be good? Nah, they're Cleveland. Yeah, so that's – you, you should have been a little bit more stern on, you know – keeping that Texans first round pick instead of giving it up. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Like Pat said, we don't know right now. We'll see. Uh, okay, one other uh, quick story here. So we're talking NFL news. Tonight. Ooh, we have Sean Payton's actually his uh, comment, so we got to get to that too. Uh, but Jim Ursay, did you guys see this Jim Ursay comment? Come on, man. This wow. is uh, He is tripping. You that shouldn't be cr- talking. You should. Yeah, I don't know why. As, a, as the owner of a team, yeah, you, you, you are putting a bad precedent out there I agree. across the NFL and across the, the the nation when you start talking about these types of situations. I'm with you. I I don't know why he said something because this is what he said. And this was uh, earlier this week, and he was talking about the running back market overall, just the state of it. And he's got a young running back in Jonathan Taylor, he does. who is next in line to sign a big deal. One and of the coldest out there. Yes, of course he can reset the market potentially if he signs a big deal. Anyway, here's the quote from Jim Irsay, the Colts owner. He said, quote, NFL running back situation. We have a negotiated CBA that took 
years of effort and hard work and compromise in good faith by both sides to say now that a specific player category wants another negotiation after the fact is inappropriate. Some agents are selling bad faith. Yeah. And the agent for Jonathan Taylor (laughs) apparently quote tweeted that tweet or at least the tweet that was uh, quoting Jim Ursay and quoted and said, bad faith is not paying your top offensive player. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad faith. Not playing the best player on your team that makes things happen for you a lot. Because when he was out last year, y'all were awful. Mm. Y'all were awful anyway. But when he was out, you had no shot. So let's not forget that. And this is another guy that – Again, at his position, he is one of the best yep. at his position. Ursay says the comments were not directed at Jonathan Taylor. He did say <laughs> that uh, <laughs> yesterday. He was asked about that comment. Didn't pay him. Uh, and he said, we love Jonathan. We need Jonathan. Our hope is Jonathan has an outstanding year, that we have a good year as a team, and then we get his next contract done. That's the hope. We think the world of him as a person, as a player, it's just timing. When your time comes to get paid, then you get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think this is all the, hey, we realized we realized a way that in the CBA, and we knew what we were doing, mm. that we were going to be able to control some things. And we've talked as owners and – we know we're going to try and lower the price of some of these players, and we'll pay certain guys, but we don't want to pay all of these guys anymore. And then you're mad about us not paying it? Come on, guys. <laughs> we agreed that we were going to be able to screw you. Pretty yep. much. Like, yeah, and you, you're not supposed to complain until your you know, second contract. And it's like, well, the, the market has shifted so dramatically and quickly that the old CBA, basically everybody's saying, doesn't apply because it is it, it did not address this market inefficiency uh, and hasn't corrected it, and it yeah. won't be able to correct it. And by the time it can correct it in 2030, it's going to be it's gonna be too the depre- late. The depression and of like the market. Said, yeah, it'll and, be and done. Let's, and it's let's be go clear, down. In, in 2030, it doesn't matter because running backs make up a, what, 3% of the league, 4% of the league? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. It, it, so it doesn't yeah. matter. If everyone else is happy except for them, and they you, can't control it. And you won't be a priority, man. They need health care in the NFL. Yeah. They need guaranteed contracts. They're like five other things they've been trying to get for like the last three decades that yeah. they haven't gotten. They're not going to say, oh, all of a sudden, oh, my running back, the running back market and running back uh, value is at the top of the priority list. Now, no, you're going to be no. eighth or ninth on that list. Yeah, and they'll probably forget all back. about it. It'll no. never flip back up to the top. No. They've already, they've already talked so bad about it that it's like why would we think it would be at the top again no it's yeah. done They'll especially be, because of the way the game is changing too exactly yeah it, it'll be guys like Bijan robinson who have to do something that is unprecedented and something that's unexpected like hold out after his oh, just about to say, know, hold this out year. his first year yeah at this rookie year is like all right i led the league in rushing i'm the best running back in the league it's obvious uh I, I, you know i have these great passing stats i'm holding out but yeah. you're already making good money. Yeah, but this is about the money I'm going to lose yep. in four or five years. This is not the money. I already know I'm making good money now, but I need to make even better money because I'm going to lose. I'm going to depreciate in terms of my value at a more rapid rate than other positions. Yep. So when I am at my – basically my, my value when it drops precipitously in three or four years and other guys get their second contract and their second contract increases their value exponentially, mine decreases. So my first contract will be my big contract. That's how you flip it. So, no Bijan, go out there and play hardball, buddy. Yep, you got play hardball. to. Don't, we need you. Don't, I know you're a nice guy. Just hire, hire Mulligan and let him do it for you. Don't, you know, just be yourself. Yep. Do you because you're a nice guy and you're awesome. 
but you're going to play hardball, though. Man. Yeah, man. Gotta, you're going to have to. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to get. it's obvious you're going to get screwed along with the rest of the running backs. No doubt about it. Come on, man. So you got you to gotta help everybody flip the script. Not only you, but Jamar Gibbs as well. Yep, y'all. Because yep. y'all are both first-round running back picks. When y'all ball, yeah, you need to have a, a, a club just for first-round running back. Yeah, because y'all are few and far you between. You first-round running back. You don't need you to be, can't be club. with us, dog. <laughs> we got our money initially, but we want more of that money up front. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I need to get all of it. Run me my money. I love it. Uh, okay. Um, oh, we'll, you know, we can play the Sean Payton sound just really quickly. So Sean Payton. He had some very interesting things to say. Some people would say some very uh, mm, damning, um, uh, spite, spiteful, strong. <laughs> yeah, strong comments about Nathaniel Hackett. Yes, he did name Nathaniel Hackett. He also said that his tenure with the uh, Broncos, I'm paraphrasing, was one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history. Uh, yeah, he said that. And he also <laughs> uh, basically called his shot. The Jets weren't going to be very good this year. Because there are too much pomp and circumstance in the offseason with hard knocks. And the team that wins the offseason never wins the actual season. Which, honestly, yeah, that's wrong true. about that. Yeah. That, yeah, Cowboy, not, Cowboys yeah. fans, y'all be complaining about that forever. Because we are the champions of the offseason. That's why y'all love that Jerry Jones is shut the up right now. First time like, in a long yeah, time. Shut up and let, let, the, let the play do the talking. I agree. We don't want to be the, the, the right now the Jets can take the role of being the offseason darling. Cowboys fans like y'all can have it. We've been that team and you know what? It sucks when yep. you can't get past the division around. Right? I agree. We want to win. Uh, but here is Sean Payton backtracking those comments after Robert Sala was asked about them and he took the high road. Haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers yet. But here is uh, Sean Payton being a little bit, uh, a little bit more humble with these comments. Um, you know, there's a pound of flesh for these guys. And, and as a coach, you stick up for them. And after a while, you know, we're past that season last year. And, and you know, I said what I said. And, and obviously, I needed it a little bit more uh, restraint. And uh, I regret that. Um, that being said, what I told the team is, you know, if it can happen, and I, I'm th- I think I'm pretty good relative to working with the media and, and pretty savvy and I just had one of those moments. Jared's a good friend, uh, real good at his job and uh, two lattes in the morning, first first one I see and 40 minutes later I'm, I'm regretting it. So he was mad at Jared. <laughs> yeah, first uh, 40 minutes of regretting it. I like I said, I don't know if they have an off-the-record, on-the-record relationship, or if they're just such good friends that it's just understood that, hey, man, some of the stuff, if I say something too crazy, that is off the record. And when I give you something on the record, that'll be for your story. Uh, yep, you got to state that. got to let that be known if it is that kind of relationship. Yep. Um, uh, I think Sean Payton also got called in the principal's office. Oh, by the new ownership? Yeah, I think the ownership was like, man, this is a bad look. It is a bad look. Ain't nobody yeah, coming to Walmart after hey, this. But no, but it's, it's a, <laughs> hey, man, you, you don't work for Fox anymore. You work for us. Yeah. And you're acting like an analyst. You don't you need to be talking about other teams. You talk about our team mm-hmm. and no one else. Agreed. And yep. I think I think he was like, oh, you're right. Yeah. And that's what he said. He's like, I have my Fox hat on. And you're like, I... I get it, but yeah, I think he got he got called out. He, yeah, I don't. I mean, you could tell he was hype, obviously, during that conversation because he made like four or five comments. Oh, it wasn't just one comment; well, exactly. it was like four or five of them. You know where you're going, and you're like, and he's he's in that mindset of yeah. like, I'm going, and man, people are reacting to this. And yeah. you know, like, this is good. 
This is good, man. This is gonna go. This is gonna go viral, and then ten minutes later, you're like, "Oh, I don't want to be on viral anymore." Oh, I forgot. Oh no, I went viral. Yeah, he did. No cry. He was like the biggest story yesterday in sports. It wasn't for Shohei hitting some home runs and that doubleheader. He'd have been the only story in sports. So thank God for Shohei. But yeah, there you go, Sean Payne, and I agree with Patrick. I think maybe the ownership had to talk with him. And listen, it's. It's it's basically the great Dave Chappelle skit when keeping it real goes wrong. Everything he said, I think we have all said at one point about Nathaniel Hackett's tenure there with the Denver Broncos. And I'm sure everybody agreed with everything that Sean Payton said. But like my mom told me when I was a kid, she actually had slapped up out of me at one point like the Ric Flair slap across the chest Woo! because I said something very inappropriate to uh, a to a woman as a, I was a small child and said something inappropriate and she she just oh man it, I still remember it because I still remember the pain in my <laughs> chest and she 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 whispers to me she, she in front of everybody she, she says she says you can think it you won't have to say it <laughs> After she hit me, you know, it was like knocked them out of me. She said, I thought about it and I did it. Yeah, she said, exactly. <laughs> she said, you can think it, you ain't got to say it. And it always said, <laughs> She's like, all right, I can think it, don't have to say it. It's like, Sean Payton, you can think it, you ain't got to say it. And that was when keeping it real goes wrong. Yep. It went wrong for him. Um, yeah, coaches, that's why you never hear coaches calling out coaches like that. This is like one of the few times it's happened. It yeah, never happened in any sport. Never. Any sport. It's a fraternity. Exactly. You gotta no. look out for each other because yeah. you never know where you're gonna be. You might be. You, yeah, we, I'm. I'm. You gonna interview to be yeah. my OC? Yeah. It's you like, gonna, hey man, gonna, I'm gonna I'm take care of you because I might see you on my way up or yep. your way down. Exactly. I never know. My way exactly. down, your way up. We never know. But if I see you again, what's up? I took care of you. You took yep. care of me. Yeah. Yep. No, we sell that of when the, when coaches go into broadcasting. And it's usually that first year or two where they're not sure they're going to stick at broadcasting. Yep. Where they're a little bit safer with their words. And they're like, guys, mm-hmm. it's hard to coach. It's just hard out there <laughs> to coach. And Matt was like that. And you do yeah. that. And then, like, year three or four, and they're like, yeah, I ain't going back to coaching. Man, that guy is a bum. <laughs> they going to fire him tomorrow. <laughs> That's Rex Ryan. He's like that. Now he's like, I understand what I'm going to. back to coaching. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I totally agree with that. No doubt. That's a great point. Uh, all right. We come back. We'll uh, talk about Shohei. And apparently, my question was answered. Uh, the uh, major league. Baseball decision makers may be making the right decision when it comes to their uh, best player and their biggest headline. All that more right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful nine horn. Right here on 1049 The Horn, 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie on 1049 The Horn. That's when Patrick, the idealionaire, uh, he takes jams from local bands and artists, very talented human beings, that you have a chance to catch live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is me and Adam. Uh, they're playing Saturday at Antone's. Me and Adam. It's me in the Adam. Me in the Adam. Yeah, so I believe it's pronounced me and Adam. Oh. Like, so it's like that, but it may be me, Indiana, and oh, Adam. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I do not nice. know these guys Could personally. Could double meanings kind of stuff? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they're doing their CD release Saturday at Antone's. There you go. Uh, all right, shout out to my man Patrick. Always working hard for us. We appreciate that on a 512 Friday. The last 512 Friday. Man. That's right. Whole lot of Yeah. Last one. Well, the last one on this show. Who knows? It may resurface somewhere. Yeah, it may. It may. 
That's true. Like, as long as I'm around, there's say, probably yeah. going to be 512 stuff somewhere. Yes, exactly. Because, yes, no doubt. Cause somewhere been... somewhere in the 512, 512 <laughs> will pop up. It's always good to be in the 512 <laughs> with the 512. But hey. unless you represent the 254, you already know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well get your last 254 shout out. Gotta give it chapter. to the 254. Always represent. Um, Shohei Otani hit another home run today. Yes, he did. Gives him 39 home runs. Yep. Uh, he's got 39 home runs and 156 strikeouts. He actually still has the highest opposing uh, batting average for any pitcher mm-hmm. in the league. Um, and, but hit his 39th home run. And, I mean, it goes without saying he's doing stuff that we just have never, ever seen before on the baseball uh, diamond. And he's beyond a unicorn now. I mean, we're talking about he may, he may be a creature from another planet. We do need to, <laughs> like, test uh, Shohei Otani, not not just for PEDs, because I test him for that, too. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to find anything. He needs to be tested to see if he's one of us. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Because he is doing some uh, uh, otherworldly things, man. And he is, uh, like I said, next level. And I, I, I don't know if they, how much they're going to do this. And, Hard, you said they just did it earlier today in the show. But earlier I ranted a little that Major League Baseball is missing an opportunity here. Yep. They should be treating Shohei's season kind of like they treat the home run chase for Barry Bonds or Aaron Judge or hell when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were doing their things and going at it, they would have you know, they'd have this picture in the picture, they have little drop ins where they'd give you just that at bat, then they'd go back to regularly scheduled programming. I think Shohei at this time, he is he is that type of must-watch television that if I was just, say I was just passing by a local, I was walking downtown, I'm walking on South Congress, passed by a local bar or something that had and a Shohei drop-in on, I'd probably stop. And I remember that happening. Like during the Barry Buns home yep, run chase yep, yep. and during like the Sammy Sosa broke I remember people like stopping. They're like, oh, let me watch this real quick. Watch this at bed and see what's going on here. Yep, as a baseball fan. Inside whatever they're doing. Yeah, as a baseball guy, a guy that's been around, seen a bunch of guys that hit a whole bunch of home runs. I was in the dugout locker room when uh, the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire chase oh, was going on. Man. This is the time that you need to be involved in it every single day. You need. To, they're doing a cutaway right now. They're doing a cutaway, they're doing a cutaway right running. now. Hey, I'll tell you this. So you need, need to baby. watch him every opportunity every that you get because he is that unicorn. He is that rare person huh. that every time he does something. And people always talk about the fact they don't want to go to the concession stand. They don't want to go to the bathroom when he's up at the play because you're afraid you might miss something. Miss so it. he is that guy. Yeah, I would say too, MLB, get on it on your app. Just be like, hey, sign up for the notification. We'll tell you every time he's batting. We'll ring yep. your phone. Yep. You hit it. She watches that bat on the thing. And kick back off of it. But just, if you had that on your phone where it was like, boot, Otani's batting. You're just like, okay, yep. Yep. not doing nothing. That's why we call them the ideal, you know, people. That's honestly he's giving you options. That, that's a great, that's, that's a better idea. Options. That's a way better idea than the Then we get picture. everybody to download the MLB app. Yes, I keep like, your attitude. <laughs> get everybody in there. That's, a, that's actually more of a win, Patrick. You're right. Then they would get more downloads through the app, but also they, the alert would work great because then people would, speaking of must watch television, you would go somewhere yep. and try to watch yep. it, or you just get it on the app and go, like, I yeah. got to watch it right now. Yep. On the, you know, where I am. Hold on, Stop baby. what you're doing. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, right now. I'm watching show at you get people oh, on the street. Yeah. Multiple people on the street look at their phones watching yeah. show at the same time. Like walking into show. each other. Just having that fun <laughs> thing. What? Have you ever have you ever been watching where everybody's streaming but you're on different times? And yeah. some people start I to cheer. Yells, yeah. And you see people like, oh, 
huh? And I was like, what is it? What's happening? What's happening? I'm behind. <laughs> I actually, because that happens in football games a lot. Yeah. Right? Yep. You'll end up, sometimes people's streaming is a little bit different, and like their TV is ahead of yours, and they'll start screaming and yelling. I used to hate that, because sometimes it would happen with Texas. Somebody would be like, oh, no. And I'd be like, damn it, something bad's about to happen. Yeah. And you have to wait. You have to watch and wait for it to happen. Oh, no. The worst <laughs> is the worst is sitting watching any game, and your phone starts to buzz. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking <laughs> yeah, at I'm it, but I know something just happened. Yeah. I don't know what just happened, but I it just went off with five text messages, so something just happened in the game. That happens on Sundays because everybody's NFL like broadcast networks are a little bit off. So yeah. I got friends on the West Coast hit me up like, oh, bro, did you see that? And I'm like, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I saw it. Uh, all right, we gotta, we'll got we come back. We'll wrap it up, put it in the oven, let you know what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful down the horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's... That is... Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do that, we'll let you know what's on tap. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com and you can catch up with them on the podcast page. It's just that simple. And I guess before we get into what's on tap, Harch, got a message for the people out there, man? I just this is your last show? Yeah, I just want to salute everybody except for the guy that just texted. Um, <laughs> I appreciate everything that you guys have done for me, for Rod, for Patrick, the making this show one of the best shows that I've ever been a part of and uh, being cool along the way. Mm-hmm. I appreciate every single thing about you. And when we see each other, as everybody always says, it's not goodbye, it's see you later. And just like everything else, don't believe everything you see because even salt looks like sugar. Mm, I like that. Yep. And by the way, Harge, Harge treats everybody like family. You meet Harge, go over and say what's up to him. Yeah, no doubt. Me. And then you'll be one of the many people that, that can claim they know Mike Hodge. <laughs> exactly. One of the, the hundreds and thousands of people <laughs> that claim it. That's why he does know every damn body. No doubt. Uh, the six degrees of my man Mike Hodge. We appreciate you. But, and I will say this, man. Um, you are going to go into great things no matter what it is because uh, you value relationships and people. Yep. And relationships matter to you. People matter to you. And that is a lesson that I learned from Harge is that uh, the way that you cultivate relationships is unbelievable. Appreciate and it's, it, brother. And it's, and it's all of them. It's yep. not just the people he works with. It's people that he coaches and is coached with. It's people that he meets on the street. You haven't met a stranger. You don't know many. I don't know many. Uh, and that's, that's right. why when people, people, people always, when I talk to them, like, I know Harge. And I'm like, how do you know Harge? And they always have some random story how they know you, but they believe that you guys are family because you treat them that way. Got you, brother. I appreciate it, And even if it's it, like man. you hung out with him once, it's like, oh, I know Hart. You know Hart? You hung out with him once? Because Hart, yeah, that's how Hart treats you. That's how we do yeah. it, man. In today's society, not a lot of people can treat people with respect yes. on the ground level. Yep. And Hart from day one has treated me day with respect one. like I was his equal, and he mm-hmm. didn't have to do that, and it means the world to me. 
appreciate so I appreciate it, everything the last year and a half, brother. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Yeah, man, you're a first class human being, brother. No appreciate doubt about y'all. it. Y'all, so, y'all, my people, man. Yeah, always will be. You family, we yeah, love you. So already, it's gonna be everything's gonna be great because this like, party don't stop. No, you know no, what I'm saying. No. <laughs> uh, but in addition to all that, you have great, you have talent. So appreciate it, man. The, the talent also, I think, will uh, it will rise to the top. Appreciate no, it. No, no one talks baseball better than Arch. Appreciate I, you. I've learned I've learned a ton. I honestly I think I've learned more about baseball with anybody than with with Harge and you and Keith Morland have probably guys that taught me the most about baseball working with. So yeah, no doubt. Appreciate right. y'all, man. Uh, so what you got coming up? Uh, what you got? Uh, what's on tap for you? This I weekend? got a homeboy that's in town. He came in from H Town. He was like, "Man, we're gonna tear it up." And I was like, "Okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it." He's coming in, so we're gonna hang out this weekend. My son's got a bunch of uh, soccer camps. He's been doing really, really good. So. I'm proud of him. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm proud of him, and I'm gonna kick it with some family and friends this weekend, man. Uh, that's what's about family yeah, and friends. Always, man. You're both to me, brother. That's um, right, Patrick. What you got on tap, bro? I got some friends in town, so we're gonna be hanging out and uh, having a good old time. Just. Just living that rock and roll lifestyle for the weekend. Oh, rock and roll Ooh, lifestyle. the rock and roll lifestyle. You used to be, hey, you used to be on them streets a lot, oh. Patrick, so I already know. Oh, he I'm was a, on them streets. Yeah, I'm in my bed a lot more than I used to be. Um, uh, Patrick and I actually will be coming back uh, to close out Ball Don't yes. Lie next week, Monday and Tuesday. So we'll be coming back to close out things officially, officially. My man Harge will not be joining us. Uh, he will be uh, moving on to bigger and better things. I appreciate it, uh, man. I'll, I'm trying to watch Oppenheimer this weekend. It's it's been sold Seems like out. It's sold out everywhere, oh, man. man. It's sold out, and then my wife is upset. She doesn't. She want me to watch. She doesn't want me to watch it without her. So I, I, if I do it, I gotta sneak behind her back. So it doesn't seem worth it to sneak behind her back to go watch a movie, even though I really want to watch it in a crowded yeah. theater. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like it's not worth it. I might no. just wait for her to get back in town, <laughs> yeah, she, and she can go with me. She definitely wants you to get wait for her to get back, bro. Yeah, yeah. So that probably that's probably gonna happen. But even uh, other than that, I'm probably just gonna start researching. Man, it's football season. It is that um, time. Texas reports next week, so I'm gonna start doing my deep dive rabbit hole research. I'm watching film this weekend, getting ready for the season. Yep, I'm ready. Uh, all right. It's, it's and by the way, they're asking who you got in Spencer and Crawford. I'm going Crawford this weekend. That's who I'm riding with. There you go. Yep. You need to blow down there. Yep. Uh, it's been a pleasure, brother, and an honor working with you. Harsh. Appreciate you, fellas, uh, man. I'm looking forward to working with you again one no day. No doubt. I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, thanks for everything you do, Patrick. Thanks for all you guys out there for listening because uh, that means the most to us. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We're talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. God bless. Peace.